The American has become a nightmare Signs of the time are on cardboard on corners in town Like a cancer that's silently spreading There's an unspoken fear We're on our way down We must take America back Main Street to Wall Street Cities and states Washington, D.C. Before it's too late, there's not long We need leaders who lead us Not stick us and bleed us Then ransom our future And our children's, that's wrong We must take America back As liberty weeps Our forefathers spin in their graves Pray God will bless some way out of this mess We must take America back Ladies and gentlemen, hour two of the National Lord Intel Report I'm your host, John Statmiller and we're talking with Ralph Winterrode in Alaska, Ron McDonald, Northern California, author of They Own It All, Including You, By Way of Toxic Currency. And just out of the blue here, boy, you'd never know what rabble-rousing, tinfoil-hat-wearing, conspiracy-theory people listen to this damn network. And I'm getting tired of it. That's a little tongue-in-cheek. I've actually got Richard Rappert online with us. Good afternoon, Richard. How are you? Not Richard here. How you doing? Good. Ralph, this is the guy that you were visiting up there in Minnesota. This is the guy who's uh, homemade that that chow that I really got to... (laughs) I really put away. I I took away all of that Minnesota home cooking I could put away while I was there. Well, you're the reason uh, that you were, uh, he's the reason why you were up in Minnesota. So uh, go ahead and and continue here. Okay. Yeah, I'll put you just out for uh, two things. Uh, What are the three different types of shop? You have a a machine shop, uh, woodworking, and uh, what's the other one? Oh, welding. Uh, Heavy equipment. And a welding, a welding shop. Right, and then you got all kinds of boats. For you've done uh, been on what lakes? So you've done guiding uh, services. I used charter on the Great Lakes. Yeah, that's just uh, amazing. I don't know how this guy gets time to do all these different things. Uh, one other thing that we point a fine point, and then we'll continue on here. Uh, transcripts. Uh, have you had problems, or somebody had problems with them changing transcripts or audios or whatever? Uh, I just came back from the courthouse just a half hour ago here, and uh, they want ten dollar a page for anything that has been. Um, any exhibits that I put in there, they want to charge $10 for one piece of paper. So I went through them all. I spent almost two hours um, reviewing my documents compared to theirs to get all the exhibits back. See, this is a racket. See, the, all, all courts, everyone I've ever been to, they, they in this, they gave them a 350-page discovery. When a prosecutor introduces an exhibit, he gives a copy to the other side. He gives a copy to the court. Not in Minnesota. They give a copy to the court, and then you don't have a copy. 
So how the hell do you know what's going on if you don't have a copy? Oh, well, you can do like Richard did. Let's go back and let's get a copy so I have a copy of all of the exhibits so I can say, what the hell is going on here? At $10 a page. At $10 a page. At 30 exhibits, that's a lot of money. <laughs> Some of my multiple pages. Richard <laughs> isn't real well liked there. They really don't like people that stand and fight. Well, can you go on Pacer and get it at... Uh, they don't do Pacer. Oh, they don't no. do Pacers. Oh, this, is a, this is a county court. State. Oh, okay. That's why I like federal, because things are available on Pacer, but they're starting to screen some of those things, like the jury instructions now. You're seeing, I'm seeing now, because I follow these. I read what these people write. There's something to be learned if we put away what we think we know and see what they say. They'll give us clues. But now they're taking the jury instructions. You can't get them. Well, uh, well for... For uh, hold on one second, Ron. For for clarification here, uh, Richard Rappert. Um, so you're a roll 'em up uh, your sleeve kind of industrious entrepreneur type person, keeping your head yep. to the grindstone, your nose to the grindstone. You're working ways, supporting the family, doing your business, living your life. Uh, at what point did the state intervene and knock on your door and say hello? Uh, I challenged the IRS back in 2010 with their statutes and codes and laws turning back against them. Um, and about 2012 and 13 is when they noticed I hadn't been filing no more. So they took it upon themselves to do their own estimates, you know, estimate F off from the 1099s that the contractors I'm working for that when they do their taxes, it's filed in with the IRS. So they look at their records to see what, you know, it did it kind of correspond that these all got to be filed. Because back in 2010, I had um, wrote a check to the state and to the IRS, and I stopped payment on both of them probably around 30 some thousand dollars once I found out that I don't have to pay no more. And I put them all on notice, and they read the letter in court that they did receive it. They wrote, read the letter even, that they're not to move any farther. But they still proceeded ahead on it. So they stuck their foot in their mouth, hung themselves right there. I presented that. I got that all into the evidence. And I get a letter back every 45 to 90 days from the IRS stating you don't, that I do not need them to take any further action until I hear from them. There's no 1040s required, no filing, nothing. They will well, not what? let me put that into evidence. I'm going to try to get that in there. I got a whole stack of them throughout the years from... Every correspondence when they're sending these back. Okay, so you had the uh, uh, the unmitigated gall to question the state and yep. ask and ask them for clarification and telling them that wait a minute here, uh, I don't think this one applies to me. Now that was back right. in 2010, and we're in the year 2016. Right, Ralph. When did you get involved with uh, with Richard? Uh, you know, I don't remember. Well, what was it? How long you? When did we? About a year ago? I don't know. Six months ago? No, not quite. I've been battling this myself for about a, over a year, and it's been seventeen months, I believe. They said here in the last hearing that it's been drug out to. Well, Richard, how did you get with Ralph Winterroud? Well, I always listen to RBN, and I just happened to have it on one Sunday afternoon, and we're having supper, and he was on there. 
So I there called him immediately. <laughs> okay. All right. I, I had no uh, folks, uh, to the listening audience out there, I had absolutely no idea how Richard Rappard uh, came across Rolf Winterrode that's been on this network for eight years and turns out that here's a man listening to Republic Broadcasting Network to try to glean a few salient facts that he might be able to apply to his own life and voila. Yep, that's by shortwave radio. I got them all over. We have them at work so everybody can hear it. I play it live now on a great big boom box I bought. I put my phone into there and everybody listens to your program all day long. All right, very good, sir. All right, um, Ralph, uh, was there any other points of clarification you wanted with Richard? Because you're you're laying this scam out for the listening audience. No, other than, I mean, he's welcome to stay on, listen, and uh, the thing is, I want to clarify, because we didn't get one thing clarified, is the bench trial. And I got to thank Richard, see, I, I listened to people, and he did, the, he said, no, I'm doing the bench trial. So he got the transcript, and I looked at the transcript, and I said, oh my God, I know this con, because the facts are not attached to the law. Well, how in the hell can you have a trial by jury if they don't know the law and you're not putting facts in support? They put in what's called non-essential facts for the whole trial. They get the elements at the, the essential elements at the end, and they don't have a clue. They've been brainwashed. And in a bench trial, which we got out of the transcript because Richard stuck to his guns, and I read it, and I said, hey, man, I changed 180. You, you did good. Because in a bench trial, the judge must take the law and have the facts in support of the law, and he's got to sign it. They go together, and he did not want a bench trial. Is that correct, Richard? That's correct. He spent at least 20 minutes pulling on his ears and scratching his neck and pulling on his chin and trying every way he could to convince me that uh, he had to go to a trial of a jury, a jury trial, not a bench trial. Now, what's happened in Baltimore, where they charged those six cops up there with the gray killing? They've had three cops get off. Every one of them had a bench trial. No trial by juries. Because some smart attorney knows that they have to tie the law and the facts. There's none of this touchy feeling. Oh, I, don't know. I think he did it. And no facts. Tied to, and all three cops, three out of six, have already walked. How about those apples? What's that tell you? Do not do the star chamber. Okay? Where was he? Go ahead. Go ahead. Okay, let's get back to the uh, trial, that's the the taxpayer, because this is an important issue. Uh, One of many, one of a couple. Uh, Am I a taxpayer? Because if the courts can't make me a taxpayer, say I am, the IRS can't, then how do I get there? I have to sign up somewhere. In Minnesota, if you sign up to be a registered voter, you are a citizen of the United States, you are then a taxpayer, and you can then write off your donations to Hillary. Isn't that nice? What a novel damn idea. Anyways, taxpayer. It's on page, uh, the document I gave you is on page 63 and 64. This is killer logic. What is a taxpayer? Means any person. Person is defined as a term. Subject to, I've seen that all the time. It's in the 14th Amendment. Subject to the jurisdiction. What does subject to mean? I don't know. It doesn't say I is. It doesn't say I ain't. What is it? And then it says any 
Internal Revenue Tax. So you have to break this down. There are three components to that sentence structure. The subject is any person. So whoever is making that determination, we ask them in his trial. Who made the determination I'm a taxpayer? Oh, wait a minute. You don't have to make a determination of a taxpayer or a Minnesota income tax. And that's absolutely true. And I'll explain why in a minute. That judge knows what's going on. He's true. He's right. If you fill out a 1040, it's you have to. To fill out a Minnesota income tax, the answer is no. So what the first part is, it's three essential elements of a formula. Any person, so what is any person? Somebody's got to be, okay, any person is defined as an individual or a trust or an estate or a partnership, association, a company, or a corporation. So first of all, when it says any person or a person, Somebody's got to say, well, which one are you? Well, for an individual, oh, that means I am a part of mankind. Well, that would be helpful. I'm, maybe I'm in France, or maybe I'm, in, I don't know, the moon. Hell now knows, right? That doesn't mean anything, really. Subject to, that's the second essential element. Subject to means I am liable, or it could be subordinate, or it could be inferior. It could mean obedient to. It could mean governor or governed or affected by. It could mean provided that. It could mean provided or it could mean answerable. Wait a minute. I don't have a damn clue which one of those, if I am subject to, you got to pick because this, this means. That's what subject to means. It's one of those choices. Okay, so now are you starting to get a picture of the problem they have? First of all, they have to make a determine which under the definition of term of person, and then the court's decision of what subject to means. Now we get to the killer. It says any internal revenue tax. Well, there's subtitle A, that's income taxes. There's subtitle B, that's gifts of state. There's subtitle C, that's an employment tax. There's subtitle D, those are excise taxes. Subtitle E is ATF. I got some damn good moonshine. Are we talking about my moonshine? Maybe we're talking about any internal. So I've, maybe you're talking about my moonshine I'm making. By the way, that's a stamp tax in case you're ignorant. But which, ta- which subtitle? These guys have no freaking clue. How can you proceed forward if it says any internal revenue Tax, and you don't know what subtitle it is. People don't even know there are five separate types, like in tax, Texas. There's property taxes, sales taxes, fart tax. I don't know. What kind of tax is it? How can you proceed if you don't even know what type of tax it is? Are you starting to see the problem? Who made that determination? Okay, if you did, any person, which one of those am I? On subject to, which one of those am I? And internal revenue tax, which subtitle are we talking about? They have no idea. Well, then, it looks to me like we have a witness here that's unqualified. You don't have any idea what the hell you're talking about. You starting to see the problem? Did you get a response to this, Ralph? Oh, they would would say they they don't know. If you want subtitle eight, no, they, they don't know. They don't know what it means. They don't know. I mean, there was no written response. Huh? There was no written, no express response. Oh, yeah, there's going to be a response in the uh, uh, transcript. We're going to have a transcript here uh, Friday. But uh, they don't know. They don't know what it means. They've never heard of it. They don't teach them this. They compartmentalize them. 
Well, I, I do stop. see the logic in this. Uh, the logic is is uh, you haven't you haven't actually defined who I am. Well, he says, okay, with the, what it is is the thing is any person subject to and, and in those are three essential elements, and then you use the word is a sine qua non. What's on the left? Those are three essential elements of which must exist before I can be determined to be a taxpayer on the right side of sine qua non. It's like an equation. Yeah. Say you had a, 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 a an equation on the thing with a whole bunch of different parentheses behind it, and these different things you got to have. Is it you know one plus one, two plus two, whatever, plus or minus, and the next this essential element? It's a it's like an, it's a logic equation, and they can't go there. Yeah. Well, one of the things that, that that term individual in California, I read a case where it said individual was a corporation that only had maybe several counties under its its uh, product or whatever. But a corporation was one that covered the entire state. So even that term is nebulous. OK, what you do, what you will find, and this is another one of the scams that they do in the statutory law. This word or term means that means this in this subchapter or this code, the right here, this whatever. They keep changing the definitions depending on where it's used, like in Title 26. It has different meanings for what it, what it actually means. And so how do you understand what's going on unless you, you have to say, okay, now wait a minute, if there's a definition here, is it in, used in Subtitle A? Is it used in some part of Subtitle A? Is it used in Subtitle C? Uh, that's why, and if you, uh, bottom line is, if you don't have Westlaw, this stuff at your fingertips, this hot link, you have no chance you will live long enough to figure this stuff out. But you have to get the concept over concept and quit and look at the term definitions because they blow them out of the water. Because the next term definition that is a killer is on that same document that I gave you guys there. It is on, um, this is used all over. It is the, the one that hooks in. It's on page 65. Taxable year. That is used all over state and federal. Taxable year. That is the hook that they use all the time. Now, they will have specific definitions in state modifying it for the state use but for the federal taxable year is the killer that is the first hook that goes to the second one that is the end of the irs taxable year if you see it on page 65 it's in 7701a23 the term taxable year. Okay, so whatever's after on the right side means there's nothing we can change on the right side. The calendar year. Okay, that's fine. Defined in another place. 12 months. What's fine? Or the fiscal year ending during the calendar year. Comma. Upon the basis of which the taxable income, that's the subject, is as the verb, is computed with the, the thing, but it's taxable income. What is taxable income? That's all compensation. Anything in the world. I don't give a rat's rump. That's under 61. Under Section 62, it's all these deductions. If I'm a taxpayer, that's fine. I don't have a problem yet. Is computed. Is computed goes to Section 3. And if you, whoops, uh, you go up to, um, did I hear the music or? You hear the music. Let me take this break. 
We'll be gone for three minutes, continuing the conversation with Ralph Winteroud and our friend out there in California, Ron McDonald. I'm your host, John Statmiller. We'll be back in three minutes. Imagine a pill that can improve your... Did you know the IRS publicly admits that income tax is collected by voluntary compliance? Get the information you need to help you avoid income tax with these five easy steps. All you have to do is go to avoidincometax.com to get your five easy steps on how to avoid the IRS income tax. Escape the IRS. Let avoidincometax.com help you. We guarantee our five easy steps or your money back. Go to avoidincometax.com. I'm Peter Serafine with another Liberty Minute. If you own a firearm, then you need legal protection. Use code LIGHTHOUSE at protectwithbear.com for the most affordable carry insurance available. During 2019 and 2020, there were 34,000 gun-related homicides, 94,000 committed suicide, and 161,000 died from drug overdoses. What does our government focus on? Well, more often than not, gun control. Three times as many people took their own life and five times as many people overdosed. Logic would dictate focus on the biggest killer first and then the biggest killer and so on. These numbers are proof that the government only cares about you and I when there is a partisan political battle to be fought. Why focus on mental health, stability, and illegal drugs when guns grab the biggest headlines? That matter, why aren't guns the biggest headlines when five times as many people die from overdoses and fentanyl poisonings? The media and our government are both more interested in sensational headlines than actually fixing any problem. Find more news and commentary at liberty-lighthouse.com. Until next time, see this Pashem Parabellum. What would you say if I told you we have a new tool that will increase production and lower maintenance costs for your meat processing company, and it would pay for itself in just six weeks? When pigs fly! The new Ease-Off Model EZ4 replaces old spring-style carcass droppers and is faster, safer, and more reliable. The Ease-Off lowers or lifts 1,000 pounds to or from your rail automatically using our remote control. Sounds expensive. Can I afford it? Can you afford not to try the Ease-Off? It installs fast with just three bolts in place of your current dropper. The effortless operation will reduce fatigue and injuries, speed up your line, eliminate downtime, and increase profit. How can I order my EaseOff? Go to EaseOff.com, E-A-Z-E-O-F-F.com. And hurry, because we are offering $200 off on the new Easy 4 for a limited time. EaseOff.com. We make pigs fly. Cows, too. EaseOff, LLC. Summersville, Missouri. 417-932-6419. J. Edgar Hoover, one head of the FBI a number of years ago, he warned the individual's handicap by coming face-to-face with a conspiracy so monstrous he cannot believe it exists. The American mind simply has not come to the realization 
of the evil which has been introduced into our midst. It rejects even the assumption that human creatures could espouse a philosophy which must ultimately destroy all that is good and decent. Yeah, I wonder what he was talking about, Ralph. I wonder. Must have had a look of crystal ball, huh? Yeah. Getting back to this, in all state and all federal, you always want to look for the two words, taxable year. They're all over. It will be defined in the state, but that is the hook. That is the hook to, to go from taxable year. They use it all over. So when we get to this taxable year here, it says uh, taxable income is computed the thing that is important is it says, what's it say? It says, under subtitle A. So there's no taxable income is computed under subtitle B, gifts of state. There's no subtitle, uh, there's no taxable income is computed under subtitle C, which is wages, employee, employer relationships. There is no subtitle there is no taxable income is computed under subtitle D, which is a whole bunch of excise nonsense. And there's none of it under subtitle E, alcohol, firearms, and tobacco. It's limited strictly to subtitle A. That's a killer. That's what we need to do because when you start off with taxpayer, it's any internal revenue tax. And they don't even know which tax they're talking about. If they call me a taxpayer, well, if you don't know what kind of tax we're talking about, how, how, you guys are, are unqualified. I have no idea what you're talking about. Actually, by the way, you know, I say, you know, I have some damn good moonshine. You want to have some? It's subtitle E you're talking about, right? I could have more fun with these guys than you shake a stick at. Anyways, okay, it's taxable income, which is all compensation minus all deductions. We don't give a rat's rump. Is computed, that's subtitle three which says taxable year in it. So it, you can't compute it without taxable year. But it's limited to under subtitle A. And what is subtitle A? That's income taxes. Okay? If we're limited to subtitle A, who is authorized and mandated to withhold from subtitle A people? That's the killer. And you go right back up on that same page there. You go up to page 64 on where you're looking. And there is the part that that judge wouldn't even let him ask the question with little Richard when he got to. We're not going to allow that question. Why? What does it say? If you are taking money out of my wages, my Compensation for a 1099, you're acting as a withholding agent. We got these contractors. They took money out of Richard as a withholding agent. They admitted it. Oh, you're totally liable to be sued big time. Why? And we're going to do it. Withholding agent means any person. We're back to that any person. Okay, am I an individual? Am I a trust? Am I a partnership? I'm a corporation. So which one of those am I? But the killer is that you read there on page 64, underlined, it says, required to deduct and withhold any tax. Is there anything left out there? It says required to deduct and withhold any tax. 
There's no if, yeah. ands, or buts about any tax. But then it goes on to say, under the provisions of, and they list four subtitle A entities. 1441 is a non-resident alien. 1442 is a foreign corporation. 1443 is a foreign organization. And 1461 is a hold harmless clause. If, if you're taking money withholding and forwarded, and I'm not one of those prior three, you have no protection from the feds. You can be sued. You follow this logic? I'm following it. All right, let's take this bottom of the hour break. We have a long segment coming up in the last half hour of the National Intel Report on this edition. We've got Ron McDonald, author of They Own It All, Including You, and Ralph, Ralph Winterroad, whose program is on this network. When's it on, Ralph? It's on Sunday, uh, 5 to 7 Central Standard Time. There we go. We'll be right back, folks. You are tuned in to the Republic Broadcasting Network. Visit our website by going to republicbroadcasting.org. Homeowners, are you in for... Standing six foot four, weighing 245 pounds of crime-fighting, political science, analyzing brawn. Ladies and gentlemen, Dr. Patrick Slattery. So, Mike, get off this anti-cicada agenda. I'm a born-again traditional Christian, and my favorite possessions are right here on my nightstand. That would be the King James Bible and my 357 revolver. I'd rather be ruled by Chinamen than Jews. Cool it with the anti-Semitic remarks, right? Just because you steal an election and terminate the republic doesn't mean you terminate the people in the republic, because we're still here. I'm not taking the vaccine. you, Bill Gates. There was a way forward still on January 6th. What needed to be done is to object to every single state. The COVID-19 virus was the setup. The vaccine could very well be a bioweapon. The Patrick and Jeremy Show, Tuesday at 9 Central and Wednesday at 1 Central. The secret to aging like fine wine is in the vines. Syrah grape seeds and skins contain high levels of flavonoids and resveratrol. Fermentation breaks these organic compounds down into smaller molecules, penetrating these therapeutic ingredients deeper into the skin, delivering faster and more effective results. Our handmade fermented skincare products are formulated with all natural ingredients and do not contain any phthalates or parabens. Similar products can cost as much as $180. At Natural Earth Medicine, we source our ingredients from local Arizona vineyards and cold process our oils to ensure that our customers receive the highest quality product in its purest form. Learn more at our website and try our fermented skincare products today. Visit naturalearthmedicine.com. That's naturalearthmedicine.com. Homeowners, are you in foreclosure, expecting to be served with a foreclosure lawsuit, or suspect your lender has coerced you into an illegal mortgage transaction? A huge number of mortgages made in the last 10 years have legal issues and are possibly defective. State laws and the U.S. Supreme Court have upheld that defective mortgage documents are grounds for foreclosure defense and for counterclaims in favor of the homeowner. If your mortgage has been sold or assigned since closing the loan, it may be defective and you may be paying the wrong party 
property and the lender may not have standing or the right to foreclose or collect payments under the law. If you would like to know if your mortgage is legal or not, or know if you are paying the right party, we can help. Our initial consultations are free of charge. We are not attorneys. We are legal researchers and work closely with experienced lawyers who know how to help you find the evidence to help you keep your home. Call toll-free 1-855-2-KEEP-IT. That's 1-855-2-KEEP-IT today. My name is John. I'm the founder of Blackout Coffee, and I started uh, Blackout because I really love coffee. I've always loved coffee, and after traveling so much to Europe, South America, and trying so many different coffees that were so good, and uh, every time I came back uh, to the U.S., I was so disappointed with the coffee, so I figured that I had to do something about it. The biggest difference is really is on the beans and the roasting process, how we roast it and how fresh it is. The fresher the roast, the better the quality. Here I have like all, all of the coffee. It's roasted within one to two days prior to being shipped. So it literally gets to consumers' house within three to five days after being roasted. If you like coffee, you have to try ours. It's fresh roasted. It's one of the best beans that we can get. And you will definitely see the difference. Visit blackoutcoffee.com and use the coupon code REPUB10. That's REPUB10. taking care of a little bit of business the revenue of the state after all nothing in this life is free and you people out there you're duty bound to pay your taxes that's what you're supposed to do and by the way you're also supposed to vote but as we said earlier along with that voter registration that brings on the state and also the federal government uh, how did you exactly address that? I'll drill this into my brain this time, Ralph. You okay, are... what, I, what I'm doing is I took their naturalization document when you become naturalized as a citizen of the United States of America, and I modifies it with all of my expertise and knowledge that I had, and we get you to say I am not a citizen of the United States under 14 Stat 27, which is codified today in 42 United States Code 1981-1982 that says I want to have the same rights as a white citizen? Really? Uh, I put that, you put that into the public record and then you get certified copy and under rule 901 I think it is, it's a public record and I got a certified copy and it's taken as true, Bubba. Then we go to the uh, registration because the right to vote is different than your elective franchise. You have an elective franchise to vote in Texas as a citizen of Texas. And I got the court saying that you there is no right to vote as a citizen of the United States. But there is a right to vote as a citizen of Texas. So I take those forms, I modify them, take off citizen of the United States, put citizen of Texas on it, give them, put a public notice of where it's filed in Alaska on there and take it down in there and they're taking them. They can't stop you from taking it. And what you're doing, you're saying, I want to vote for the republic. And the first time that I really got total confirmation of this, not only the people getting money back from changing their status, including me, 
is uh, in Minnesota, when the Commissioner of Internal Revenue Service corresponds with you, he sends you a thing trying to get you to sign up to vote in Minnesota. You think there might be a connection? They need our consent to leave our republic and our natural state as one of mankind with our inalienable rights and all that to step into the fictional world citizen of the United States. That's By the way, be- before we continue, Ralph, do you have a fan on you? Uh, I do in the back, yes. Uh, something is something. Yeah, something is blowing on one of the mouth uh, microphones here. Oh, hold on just a minute. I'm going to turn it off. Okay. It was a little distracting, Ron. I, I couldn't hear it. I heard the pen clicking. <laughs> That's about it. <laughs> well, and you know what? The people that are doers and thinkers, they do, they do things like that. I, I, I don't have air conditioning, so I sit up here under air. Okay, go ahead. So okay. now, now then, um, just the one thing that's important, and then we're going to get to the punchline of this thing. I sent you initially the thing that says, uh, it's highlighted, it said, first-year Minnesota residents are required to file a Minnesota income tax return for an M-1 if they are required to file a federal return. If you do not file a federal return, if you do not volunteer, there is no state income tax. That is in North Carolina now and confirmed also in Minnesota. And what they, the judge did the finer point of this, you don't have to fill out a 1040 and file it, but you have to fill it out the taxable income computations from that form. And once you enter it into a Minnesota income tax thing and file it, you're done. You have then say, I know I have a duty because I have volunteered with my signature that I am a taxpayer. But what was very interesting, he said, you do not have to be a taxpayer to be prosecuted because he's right. Because I, they take those numbers and put it on the form 10 on the minnesota thing and i'm not a taxpayer until i actually sign it and file it in but to be required to file it doesn't require me to be a taxpayer because that was determined on the federal side all i'm doing is that determination was made in the federal venue and all states are piggybacked on the existence of a form 1040 on the federal side Let's get down to the punchline of this whole thing, what happened up there. Now that we know taxpayer and taxable income, we got people on their 1099s. They have not a clue. The gal said, what are you relying upon? Because they fill out a box seven, which is uh, non-employee compensation. What's that term mean? I have no idea. You ever had any training, Minnesota revenue laws? Nope. Any IRS? Nope. What are you relying upon? I rely upon... My QuickBooks software out of my computer for the authenticity of a 1099. That's it. That's it? They don't have a clue. None of them have a clue. What? They don't know what non-employee compensation. The trustworthiness of the 1099 is only out of the software of a computer. That's it. They don't know anymore. Okay. So now, to give the 1099s, which is... Supposedly, you don't work for them. Uh, there is a transmittal cover sheet, a 1096, which has the IRS will not, you can't send a straight 1099 to the IRS because they won't believe you. They want a transmittal at form 1096, which says under the penalties of perjury that this 1099 is correct. 
then they will use it. They need this penalties of perjury. They need a signature to validate that document. <clears throat> what the state is doing and what they do all the time in these criminal trials, they run 1099s or other documents through the rules of evidence as a business record under Rule 803. So, therefore, it is trustworthy. I put a piece of paper into the business, regardless of whether it's a lie or not, it is deemed trustworthy then because it's a business record. And I'm going to blow that nonsense out of the water. Okay, so that's that's the short story there. So now what happened in that trial that blew totally out of the water? Number one, he will not allow withholding agents defined. He will don't go to taxpayer. He doesn't want to talk. But he has two experts come in. One of them does an audit. He's an examiner, like an accountant. He's been the, he's got an accounting degree. He's we got him. He says I understand the internal revenue laws. I understand the the uh, 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 Minnesota revenue laws. I look them up if I don't know. Okay, great. We got this form here. He does a federal taxable income on a document. He don't sign it. But he makes a determination for them to move forward. He's doing this estimation. They're called substitute for returns on the federal side. But he's, he's making numbers. So we said, great, okay. Um, are you aware that Minnesota, in a statute, adopted the gross income definition of the IRS and the uh, definition of taxable income? He says, no, I don't have any knowledge of that. You don't know the Minnesota statute that adopted the gross income definition, which is used in every state. They have to have a common denominator. They have to have gross income and taxable income are common in every state. He said, I don't know the state and I don't know the federal. You've got to be kidding me. He just did an audit. That's like an auditor, an accountant saying, I did an audit, but I don't know where the tax tables and what I'm supposed to be using to do the audit. you got to be kidding me he impeached himself i could not have given a better script they sat there for a couple of minutes the judge knew what had happened the prosecutor hauser's dumber than a rock he has no clue see he's used to these people lying in a trial by jury where the facts and the law don't have to match that judge said well i'm gonna take a short recess and he gets up and he takes about two steps to his right and goes in behind a panel with no doors I don't know what sign they give. I turned around and looked to the right, and here's Hauser going through the door, and his suit tail is hanging out behind him. It's like somebody hollered, fire, fire, run! Mm -hmm. (laughs) And he goes out the other door. Uh, Richard went out later and said they went over to an area where they could talk by the phones or cell phones, but they came back, and then they tried to say, uh, what this guy testified, this thing does not create an obligation on the federal side for the 1040. We're not saying that. I said, I had him, I wrote down what to say is what this guy said is that he had no knowledge of how to create a taxable year liability, which means I don't want to get in the damn pot. People get in the pot and argue about the temperature. I don't, I have no reason to get in the pot. Once I'm in the pot, then I can, why would I want to argue about the temperature and get in the pot if I don't even have to get into the pot. So we. So they, they 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 left the courtroom. Didn't want to put this on record. They left the courtroom, went out in the hallway, uh, to the side, 
cooked up a little scenario to walk back into court and try to trip this thing up. Well, they tried to fix it, but they can't because I knew the game. I, I, I knew as soon as he did it, it was done. The judge knew as soon as he did it because the judge, how can he do a computation of an audit, an examination on the federal taxable income if he says, I don't know it, where it is in the Minnesota code, I don't know where it is in the IRS code, how in the hell did you accomplish it? It's impossibility. And I said, I can't believe this guy. And, and then... They had the guy that did the collections. He come in behind it, and he did the same damn thing. Hauser never corrected him. He impeached himself. You can't have an accountant that says, I don't know how to use the accounting programs. You've got to be kidding me. So they have nothing. Who was the other character that they brought in as a... He, he did the uh, collections. One of them was called Steve McGraw. He was the collections guy. The other guy was called Stu... L-E-I-T-C-H, uh, Leach or something like that, Stu Leach. He was the, and this, he says, I'm a senior uh, tax examiner for the, he, boy, he had a corn cob stubbed up his, oh man, I'm impressed. I, You know, anybody that tells me they want to be impressed about how damn much they want to do, I, boy, I tell you, you're talking to the right guy because you're my kind of guy. You want to, you think you know what's going on, I'm the guy to come talk to because I will run you up and down the flagpole and i don't care what people think about me he had no clue what was going on. he but he blew the whole case with his testimony and the guy that came in behind it but that judge got up because he has to put the law how can a guy do an examination and not even know where the statutes are and he just got through on the why we set them all up i know the minnesota code i'm all qualified to do all this stuff i know the irs code i look things up when i don't know and then he comes in and says exactly 180 and his whole examination required hung on that, which didn't accomplish anything to begin with. Because the bottom line is, it is conclusive. There is no requirement to file on the federal. The IRS has said so, and they did not establish a requirement to file. Therefore, all of the things after it, you can't have, there's no duty, no legal duty to file a Minnesota income tax, and you can't prosecute. Well, Ralph, let me let me ask an obvious question at this point, sure. because I would think that the government, understanding what people are learning and using it against the state and the Fed about income taxes, you would have thought that they would have sought ways in which to remedy that little problem and made it mandatory. Why do they still declare that it's voluntary, trick you into signing documents? Why does because don't they? There, there is because they can't. There is no way. It's it unconstitutional because there is, they have to do it by apportionment if they're going to do taxation. If you want to get into all that Sixteenth Amendment and all that stuff, and that you're not going to win with it, it's true. But you're not going. To, they actually did apportionment back in the early 1800s a couple of times on the states. No, no. My, arg my argument. Is, my argument is my, no, Ralph. My argument is not that. I'm okay. just saying. Well, these people have no problem violating the Constitution, so what does it matter if they violate the Constitution in well, apportionment? Well, what they, okay, here's the game, and I don't know why it's like this. What they do, they obey the law, but they write it up in such a way that you can't figure it out. I don't know if the powers above but says it, it's there if you have the knowledge to figure it out, like Jose, my people die for lack of knowledge. They have written it up. It's uh, absolute, the IRS laws, if applied, are there's nothing wrong with them. 
Now, would it be is a scam? Yeah, would it be uh, then because a flat tax, a value-added tax that has been talked about over the years, uh, that everybody, if it's a corporation earning fifty billion dollars a year or somebody earning fifty thousand dollars a year, they take a certain percentage of your income done and over with. Is that considered to be an apportion tax? Nope, they can't do it. There's no way for the federalities to get to us other than through the uh, apportion type tax stuff. There's no way to reach us. It's just like uh, right, uh, 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 Trump was right on. There's no such thing as coming in and having a baby and calling it a citizen of the United States. A citizen of the United States does not exist. It's a fiction in law. But they, they apply that be natural now, laws. Now they apply that fiction. It used to be that they would uh, uh, footprint your child, and later on in life, when you became working age, you entered into that matrix by signing tax documents, or you had an employer telling you that, hey, I've got to pay taxes, and you need your Social Security number. That is another hook and a trick to get you into that system. It is, but the Social Security is, the number is a to get you to the employer-employee statutory. It's on the W-4. There's a form for statutory employee, employer. The bottom line is the Supreme Court is, well, you know, the common law, the real side guy, and, you know, the statutory fictional of the Social Security, we'll just kind of let them go together because nobody's figured it out. Until now. And then, just like the Bill of Rights, they said, oh, you have the Second Amendment rights, all these rights. The Supreme Court is, I think, are about 40 cases where they say it's a fiction in law. Are they, and you don't, do you know you don't have access to all of the Bill of Rights 1 through 8? You don't have the access to the Seventh Amendment? You don't have access to the housing of uh, troops in your house in the Bill of Rights? It's, they grant the fiction, and I've got a Supreme Court case, Oliver, where they said we are going to allow all of these states and all these people to operate outside of the Constitution, and we will make the decision when they get too far outside of it. That's the Oliver case. Yeah, Just Ralph, um, you're defining the taxpayer and also the re- withholding agent did not have as much clout as destroying the expert witness? We couldn't even get to uh, withholding agents. The judge wouldn't even allow the question. Yeah. See, the thing is, there had to be a 1040 filled out. Before M, before the state could move, there is no. The state says there's no duty to file, and they did not provide any evidence that he had a duty to file. So everything thereafter is irrelevant. They didn't establish the essential element of a duty to file, a known legal duty to file the feds. Everything is hanging on the feds. They use 1099s trying to go through business records to create an obligation, but they can't. But then they get around. The only other option they got is, oh, well, we got an expert here that did an examination of the federal taxable income. And then he turned around and said, I don't even know where the taxable income statutes are in the federal or state. I said, you've got to be kidding me. All right, gentlemen, I hear the music. We've got to take the final break here. We just have a short segment on the return, and we'll have to wrap this up in about three and a half minutes. All right, everybody stand by. You, your husband, your wife, your children. Consider this. Dead people see only what they want to see. And frankly, most of us are still dead. Let me give you the lessons of gold and five easy lessons. Number one, don't buy it because you need to make money. 
You buy gold because you need to protect the money you already have. Don't ever look at the price as a barrier. Look at it as an incentive. Number three, don't buy its paper pretenders. We talked about that a lot. Buy gold. Buy the real thing in the form of coins and bullion. Fourth, don't fall prey to glitzy television or Facebook ads. Do your due diligence instead. And that's what I try to provide you with and have for 26 and a half years on the air and 30 years in this profession. Fifth, don't allow naysayers to divert your interest. Allow yourself the right to protect your interests as you see fit. Jeff Bennett here. One of the ways you can do that is to contact Kettle Moraine Limited. Contact me by calling or texting me at 602-799-8214. 602-799-8214. You can also email me at kettlemoraineltd at cox.net. Let me help you protect your wealth and your family today. Once again, call or text us at 602 799 8214, or visit our website, Sierra Madre Precious Metals.com. Be glad to help you out. Be glad to answer your questions. That's what we're here for. No pressure, just good, hard, common sense. The decision then becomes up to you. My name is Don Wiskin, and at 42 years old, I suffered a massive heart attack, lost 35% of my heart to damaged tissue and was supposed to spend the rest of my life on disability. What did I do? I took Extendivite, a garlic and cayenne mix of seven herbs which rebuilt my heart and gave me back my life. For over 17 years now, I have made this formula available to you so you don't have to suffer the same thing I did. Clean your blocked arteries and strengthen your heart and boost your natural immune system. I'm 60 years old now, and I still work every day. To get your Extendivite, call 1-877-928-8822. That's 1-877-928-8822. Or visit heartdrop.com. Extendivite is only $69.95 for a two-month supply of either capsules or liquid. Extend your life with Extendivite. All right, we are back, finishing out the National Intel Report with Ralph Winterround and Ron McDonald. Ralph, we got about three minutes. Let me give you the summary. There is no state income tax until you have filled out a federal income tax. That's a fact. Proven. Judge even agreed. The 1099s, they try to run them, if you're a subcontractor, they try to run them through the rules of evidence to give them validity. I just uh, sent you guys a copy of the brief. I thought that judge, no. I am going to totally destroy your 1099s. If you want to take Ralph on, I understand the Federal Register and all that. Thank the Amy Bunk of the Federal Register. She enlightened me how to read it. So uh, you better get your tail together and give us a directed verdict uh, Friday or August 3rd. I am going to educate you, sir, and I am going to take the 1099s and we're going to flush them down the toilet. They'll never see the light of the day again, and I'm still going to do the research. Don't take me on because I know a hell of a lot more about what's going on, but I learn from him. I listen. We won 
because the only other thing they had was a guy doing examination and the collector using taxable income, saying they computed it, and they said, on the record, I don't even know where those statutes are in Minnesota or in the Internal Revenue. And the judge got up and left, and the prosecutor got up and left, and I'm sure that judge chewed that prosecutor out and said, this is a bench trial, you dumb twit. You can't lie. And you just lied. You just impeached. I, I did an audit, and I don't even know where the statute is to do the audit. You got to be kidding me! I couldn't have written a better script for both those two guys. <laughs> so what do I you could... so? How do you see this moving forward, Ralph? All he's got to do is do a directed verdict. They didn't do the. They didn't provide the essential elements, which is they didn't provide the uh, the, the thing that there has to be a, a federal required first before they can move. He's got to do a little simple thing and throw it away, and nobody will ever figure it out unless I explain it to him. We've already won civilly, like in uh, uh, James McAlpine's on books and records. The IRS packed up, and we put in a chief counsel notice and a letter. Four days later, he said, "Man, I don't want to. I cannot have this see the light of day." And he boogied. Uh, books and records. They they backed out. The IRS said, "I do not want to enforce a books and records administrative summons." First time, from my knowledge. I mean, they just packed up and left. And what we're seeing now on the appellate side, they just go up and say, we're not going to talk about anything. We don't even have jurisdiction. And you just pass it through. Go to the Supremes. And I've taken a couple of them to the Supreme Court. And, of course, they won't touch them because, number one, we're pro se. Number two, this is too hot to handle because I am putting in those. Your courts have no authority. And here is your documents proving they are committing acts of treason. All of these judges are committing acts of treason because they know the law when I gave right. it to them. And they're working to overthrow the laws of the United States, waging war on the laws of the United States as treason. That's Hillary, that's Lyon Loretta Lynch, that's Obama, that's almost all of these judges. That's Ron? The yes? Has this been instructive and informative? Oh, a absolutely, absolutely. I, I see where that 1099 is possibly a third-party, here's a piece of evidence. That the courts only... have already said it applies to nothing. It doesn't prove anything. Yeah, there's no signature. It's a piece of paper. They run it through. It's a business record. You can take SHIT and run it through as a business record, and it's a valid green garden, organic? I don't think so. <laughs> That's what they're doing. <laughs> All right, gentlemen, we have come to the close. This has been a fascinating, and I, I think this is the first time, uh, being a talk show host on my own show, that I've said less than 10 sentences. But it is time worth remaining silent to get the most important and needed understanding and information. Thank you so much, Ralph. Your show again, your time slot. It is 5 to 7 every Sunday. All right. That's and I have time. an IRS listed, and it's Ralph at AlaskaMinuteMan.com. Ralph One more. at AlaskaMinuteMan.com. Okay. Ron McDonald, thank you, my friend, for joining hey. me for a second day. Great pleasure. Believe me. Alrighty, and thank you all, ladies and gentlemen, for listening to today's broadcast. Listen to it again. To get a clear understanding, go back into the archives. Listen to this show again and educate your friends. Homeowners, are you in? Here at Republic Broadcasting Network, we have been building our online store. Well, we have been focusing on bringing you the best talk show host in the country. Here at Republic Broadcasting Network, we also want our listeners to have products they can use every day and in times of emergency. We have added new products each week to our store. Your support of this network, plus products at the best prices, 
is a win-win situation. Check out our new store. Go to our website, republicbroadcasting.org, and click on the online store located at the top of our website. Together, we can continue to grow RBN and help our listeners prepare for the future. Go to republicbroadcasting.org and click on our online store or call us. 800-724-2719, extension 3. 800-724-2719, extension 3. You're listening to the Republic Broadcasting Network. Because you can handle the truth. 